Thai Tiger presents Tiger Tales. War against Gotham. Hello everybody and welcome to Tiger Tales, the place you'll find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host, me, Ty Tiger. Today we're diving back into the Tiger Tales Marvel and DC fanfiction universe, a place where I've merged the Marvel and DC universes and collided them into one huge universe with multiple stories ongoing throughout the universe and also if you want to hear it all in chronological order there is a playlist for you on this channel, specifically all the stories are in order and how you meant to listen to them. Today we're diving back in with War Against Gotham. Dick Grayson is now the leader of the said Bat family and has a new Robin under his wing. But doing so, he's also taken over Wayne Enterprises. And we last left him off with hosting a fundraiser which got interrupted by our Scarecrow, our Bane, and our OC character, Dr. Dead. So let's see how this all wraps up, shall we? With War Against Gotham, Chapter 5, Interrupted Insanity. Dr. Dead, Scarecrow and Bane all stood there in the centre of the room. Dick and Alex stood there in shock, not knowing exactly what to do. They could not just dive in, no one knew about their older egos, of course, and Robin was not liked in the media at the moment in time. If they found out it was Alex, they would surely be grateful for the save, but they would alienate him afterwards. Dick knew how Gotham's social system worked. Why aren't we dancing? Where did the piano guy go? Bring back the music! Dr. Dead called out. Everyone shuddered in fear. The men with the rifles kept them pressed up against on the guests, keeping them pushed against the windows. Bane walked around and examined the guests. We have a lot of big names here. Head of Gotham Banks. Gotham's most leading surgeons. The boards of education. It would be a shame if some of them lost their spines. Bane chuckled. He stared into everyone's eyes, freaking everyone out. What What are we going to do, man? Alex whispered to Dick. I don't know. First things first, let's get communication going. Dick muttered. Then he pulled out a small case from his pocket and swiftly opened it, pulled out a communication link and placed it in his ear. Then, just as, as swift, he placed the case in Alex's hand. Alex then placed the other one in his ear. Alfred? Alex muttered. Master Alex. Master Dick. Are you alright? According to the bat computer, there has been a break-in in the Wayne Enterprise building. Alfred said over the comlinks. We are fine, Alfred, but Dr. Dead, Bane, Scarecrow, and a bunch of goons just party-crashed the event. Dick explained. I see. Let me activate the cameras so I can help from here. Please, give me a moment. Alfred asked. Go for it. We will try our best here. Dick replied. Then Dick walked up to Dr. Dead. We are not friends. I don't speak to people who are not my friends. Dr. Dead snapped to him. Then he turned around, turning his back on Dick. Dead! Listen to me! Dick muttered. Scarecrow then jumped in the way. He had all four needles extended from his gauntlet. Dick knew that they were filled with his fear toxin. Now, now, Mr. Grayson... 
We don't want to do anything foolish. Now get back over there. Scarecrow demanded. Dick frowned at him, then turned back around and walked up to Alex. Why doesn't Dead just call us out as Nightwing and Robin? He knows who we are, Alex said to Dick. Maybe he hasn't told them. The others, I mean, maybe it's a sick game or something. Dick admitted. Dude, this is all sorts of messed up. What the hell are we going to do? Alex asked. Master Dick, I have managed to activate the cameras. Thanks to your genius idea of making owned by the Batman, not Wayne Enterprises. Uh, Alfred said over the comms. All right, Alfred, what's going on in the rest of the building? Dick asked him. Well, there is a few goons by the entrance, but none of the goons are in the building. Just the top floor with you, sir. Alfred said. So they ain't here to rob us then? Alex questioned. Alex then looked at all the guests. We have to save them. But how are we going to do this? Alex asked Dick. One, yes, it does seem they have other motivations. And two, give me a second. I am trying to figure that. Dick hushed. Alex looked at all the guests, concerned, then clocked an elderly gentleman. With smooth white hair and a full white beard, he wore a grey suit with a navy blue buttoned shirt, brown shoes, a white black striped tie, a grey top hat and black rounded spectacles. Alex didn't notice him when the event started. The man looked at Alex and winked at him. Alex then looked rather confused. We have to assume that that container is filled with fear toxin. Dick sighed, breaking Alex's concentration from the elderly man. Wait, hang on, didn't we hide a bunch of uh, gadgets in all the main rooms of this building? Alex asked. Yes, they're hidden under the bar. Dick replied. If I may interject, I could activate the butler protocol. Alfred suggested. We haven't tested the butler protocol, Alfred. It might be dangerous. Dick replied. Alex nudged Dick in the arm, then gave him a firm look. Okay, fine, Alfred. Activate the butler protocol. Dick sighed. T-minus five minutes. Alfred confirmed. We need a distraction for Alfred, and you need to get yourself to the bar. Alex hushed. Keep an eye on our friends there. Dick demanded. Then Dick started making his way across to the bar. He stepped on some glass, which the bartenders must have dropped. When the thugs all barged in, he got himself behind the counter. Hey, Dad, come have a drink with me. Let me apologize. Dick called out confidently. Dr. Dead stopped talking to Scarecrow and turned to Dick. He strolled up to him and leaned onto the counter. You finally ready to make up now, young man? Dr. Dead asked sadly. Yes, I am sorry. It's been tough, you know, running this event. It's a sad time for me. Dick replied, acting all apologetic, as he made himself an alcoholic drink and poured one for Dr. Dead as well. Alex smirked at Dick's performance. He slowly made his way closer to the crowd when suddenly Bane and Scarecrow stood in front of him. Mind yourself, child. Bane snapped, overtowering Alex with his arms crossed. Let me ask you, what do you fear? Scarecrow asked. Oh, please. I know you're a game. I ain't that flippin' stupid crane. Alex snapped back. Watch it, boy, or I will tear you in two. Bane threatened. Dick gave a drink to Dr. Dead. What should we toast to? <laughs> Dr. Dead asked, raising his glass up. Two new friends! Dick cheered, raising his glass, clinking the two glasses together. 
Dr. Dead took the whole drink in one mouthful. Dick then took one sip, then he pressed the hidden button underneath the bar table and four small metallic balls landed into his hand. He tapped the first Sophia once and then threw it at the bar, making sure he kept his eyes closed as he did. The metallic ball exploded into a flash of light, causing Dr. Dead to stagger backwards, covering his eyes in blinding pain. Dick then jumped over the bar, kicking Dr. Dead in the chest as he did. He then tapped the second ball twice, threw it at the group of armed thugs. The ball exploded in a surge of electricity, like an EMP wave, as it surged through the room, causing all the electronic devices to power out, including all the lights. Everyone gasped as the room went dark, when within seconds the emergency lights activated and the room lit up with a neon blue hue. Dick then tapped the third ball once and threw it at Alex. Alex caught it and jumped back, throwing it down on the ground, and it exploded into another flash of light, blinding Bane and Scarecrow. Both of them stumbled backwards, covering their eyes. Then Dick rolled forward, tapping the last Sophia three times as he threw it at the fear gas canister that was placed on the piano. It hit the canister and exploded it into a blast of sub-zero gel, freezing the canister solid. Scarecrow pressed his trigger button several times, but nothing happened. They busted the fear toxin container. Scarecrow growled. Bane ran at Alex and threw a fist at him. Alex was hit dead on by the brute muscled man and he flew back and hit the ground. Dick then went for Bane, but Dr. Dead swung his knife, stopping Dick in his tracks. Bane slammed his fist down at the fallen Alex, but he managed to roll to one side and he dodged the attack. Alex, hang on. Dick called out as he blocked an incoming attack from Dr. Dead. Yeah, trying to. Alex barked back. I think this is where I would come in handy. Alfred spoke for their communicators, then an armoured figure broke through the top window flying into the room. Everyone cried out as the armoured figure landed and held out his hands and blasted two of the thugs with his repulsor blasts, knocking them out. The armoured figure was a replica of the War Machine armour, which was bulky and had big shoulder pads which held different weapons. It was black and white in colour and on the neck it had a painted bow tie. The armour also had two fabric trails coming off of its waist. Iron Butler, baby! Uh, Alex called out in glee. Yes, I managed to get it up and running. Alfred said from inside the Iron Butler suit. Then the Iron Butler aimed his repulsors and the, at the two remaining thugs who were trying to activate their rifles. Turns out the EMP that went off also had weapon disarming nanites in it, rendering the guns completely useless. The two thugs were blasted off their feet. Then the Iron Butler shot two more repulsor blasts at the door, blasting it wide open. Everyone needs to leave now. The Iron Butler called out. All the guests evacuated the room as Bane, Scarecrow, and Dr. Dead all grouped up. Alex jumped back and joined Dick and the Iron Butler. <laughs> now, now, children. Let's not fight. Dr. Dead said mockingly. Leave the metal man to me. Bane barked as he clicked his knuckles, then he ran at the Iron Butler. The Iron Butler started hovering and an electrical railgun extended from one of his shoulder pads and it fired at Bane. The first one hit him dead on, but he jumped up and grabbed the Iron Butler anyway, weighing him down to his feet. Bane punched the head several times before the Iron Butler then blocked the next attack and a blade extended from his wrist and he jabbed at Bane, making him jump backwards. Bane then swung his fist at the Iron Butler, who also then used his thrusters to propel himself back, using his thrusters to launch himself then he aimed himself forward and jumped over Bane as he landed he used his blade to cut one of the tubes in Venom's back which cut his Venom source Bane called out in rage 
Dr. Dead slashed at Dick, who stepped backwards, dodging the attack. Then Alex jumped in and kicked the blade out of Dr. Dead's hand. Alex then swung his fist, but the scarecrow dived forward, jabbing his four needles into Alex's chest. The boy grunted as the fear toxin was pumped into him. Then Scarecrow flung Alex across the room. Dick's face crumpled with rage, and he jumped up and kicked Scarecrow in the face. As he landed, he blocked an incoming attack from Dr. Dead. He grabbed his wrist and punched him in the face several times. Then Scarecrow ran at Dick, but suddenly the finely dressed gentleman that winked at Alex earlier landed between them. He swung his cane down, breaking Scarecrow's needles. He then hand swung his hand, which started to glow silver, and he punched Scarecrow with all his might, releasing the silver energy into a small blast, knocking Scarecrow back as he crashed onto the floor. He was rendered unconscious. Bane crashed into the Iron Butler. Not as strong as he was, both of them slid across the floor and then crash into the wall. The finely dressed gentleman ran up behind Bane and jabbed his cane into the back of Bane's legs. The cane released the same silver light into a small blast, knocking Bane to his knees. The iron butler then elbowed Bane in the head and leapt over and cut the second tube of venom. Bane rolled over and out of the sandwich of the iron butler and the unknown old man. Dr. Dead stood eye to eye with Dick, both of them ready to pounce, yet neither one of them moved. You are a fool, Dick Grayson. Dr. Dead grinned. Why is that? Dick asked back. You really think we should waste Crane's precious fear toxin on your sad, wasted attempt at redemption? Dr. Dead chuckled. This was all a diversion. Dick gasped in shock. Yes, yes, yes. Well done. You're so smart for a bird brain. Dot Dead grinned. Then Dot Dead wa started walking backwards. Bane, grab Crane. Dot Dead demanded. Bane dragged himself over to Scarecrow and picked up the unconscious villain. You're a stupid fool, Crane. Bane grunted. Dr. Dead then walked over to them and then pulled out his necklace. His green stone started glowing and then suddenly they all vanished. What the hell just happened? Dick barked. Master Dick, we must attend to Master Alex. The Iron Butler called out. Then the suit opened up and Alfred climbed out of it and both the butler and Dick ran over to Alex. It's not a strong dose. His vitals are pretty calm. Dick told him as he checked Alex's pulse. Then the old man walked up to them, knelt down to Alex's level. Who the hell are you? Dick barked. The man did not answer, but he did pull out a small needle from the base of his cane, and then he jabbed it into Alex's neck and pressed the top of it, releasing a small amount of purple liquid into Alex's bloodstream. Then Alex grunted as he started to awake. His name is Elias Smith, also known as Arkham. He is a trusted spy, trained by the Court of Isles, League of Assassins, and the Kingsman Spy Service in England. And he is an old friend of mine. Alfred explained as he watched Alex slowly sit up. Sorry for my silence. I had to make sure what was going on before I got involved. The man known as Arkham spoke for the first time. Well, any friend of Alfred is a friend of ours. And... Thank you for the save. Dick responded. They all stood and Dick offered his hand out. Alex took it and was pulled up to his feet. Thanks, man. Alex fronted. Alfred and Arkham shook hands. Pennyworth, looking bright for your age. Still with the Wayne family, I see. Arkham grinned. 
You're one to talk about age, Ellis. Alfred chuckled. Dick turned away and walked through the room. This was all a diversion, but why? What are they after? Dick snapped. We will work it out, sir. Alfred said, placing his hand on Dick's shoulder. They clearly needed us here. They needed us out of the way. They were clearly doing something. Alex sighed. Dick then threw Arkham a glare. Please, Dick Grayson. Your secret of being Nightwing is not only known to me, but safe with me too. Arkham grinned slightly. Thank you! Dick then calmed down and nodded. Ellis, pardon me. I don't mean to be rude, but... Why are you... Alfred asked. I have been tasked on finding out information about Dr. Dead. Arkham explained. Okay, we will leave Roy to figure out where Scarecrow and Bane are getting the venom and fair toxin. And if you don't mind, Ellis, we could do with you helping with Dr. Dead. Any information would be appreciated. Dick told him. Of course I shall bring all the information I have to the Wayne Manor day after tomorrow. Arkham replied. Thanks for the save, by the way, with the whole fear toxin thing, Alex muttered. Any time, young Robin. Arkham bowed, then he shook Alfred's hand once more, he tipped his hat to the trio, then walked out of the room, leaving Dick, Alex, Alfred in the empty carcass of what was meant to be a fantastic fundraiser. I shall help you tidy up, sir. I did break a window. It only seems right. Alfred said to Dick with a small smile. Thank you, Alfred, and well done. Who knew Tony Stark would come in handy one day? Dick replied. Alex, Dick, and Alfred started cleaning up the mess. Alex started telling Alfred how cool it was to see the Iron Butler suit in action. Dr. Dead and Bane, who were still carrying the unconscious Scarecrow, walked into their abandoned underground train station lair. I hope this was worth it. Bane grunted. We shall see. Now, won't we? Dr. Dead replied, then Dr. Dead walked up to the thug who was stood there next to a big icebox. If you tell me I wasted my time, I will slit your throat. <laughs> Dr. Dead growled at his goon. Uh, I promise, sir, we got it. The, the, the heart that you, that you wanted for the transplant, the goon replied. Oh, goody! <laughs> Dr. Dead laughed. Bane rolled his eyes, then walked back outside and placed Scarecrow down so he could get some fresh air. Take a breather, Crane. Bane commanded. I am going to kill that old fool. Scarecrow threatened. Sure you are. Bane retorted. Suddenly the sky ripped opened by massive green portals, and hell started raining down on them. The sky filled with a rather strange noise. And there you have it, guys. We have War Against Gotham, Chapter 5. I do apologize about one thing, though. And I, I am going to apologize about this. His name is Elias. Some of my voice actors had a, a little trouble at pronouncing the name. And I didn't have enough time to go around and correct everybody. So, for this chapter, I apologize. 
But for future reference, people now know that his name is meant to be Elias, and Arkham is welcomed to the group. He's actually, let's start off our voice acting roll call with him. Arkham is actually voice acted by Kronos. If don't know Kronos, he is my voice actor in my Digimon storyline. And he's going to be a big part of our brother channel, Tiger Tales of Lost Stories. He's a fantastic friend of mine and I absolutely love working with him and his voice acting skills. Let's run down the rest of the list. Alfred is voice acted by the Red Corners Ranger. Dick is voice acted by... Cosmic Dude, 637. Bane is voice acted by... by Frankensource. Scarecrow was voiced by Draco Valentine. And of course, Dr. Dead was voice acted by myself, Dre the Drunken Dragon, and Mark the Cornish Ranger. And of course, I voiced Alex. This is, of course, part of the Tiger Tales Marvel DC fanfiction universe, so I recommend you check out the rest of the chapters beforehand. They're a great listen. Now, time for some shout-outs. I mentioned Mark the Red Corner Ranger. Well, he has his podcast, Nursery Comics, where he adapts comic books into audio dramas for you to listen to, so you don't have to spend so much time reading. And, of course, he has his own uh, personal stories on there as well. Cosmo Dude 637 has four places you can find his own stories and fan fictions. We have Storytime with Cosmo Dude 637, Parent Universe 19, and Sailor Moon E, three podcasts where placed where you can listen to your podcasts, and a YouTube channel called Nostalgia Time. Go check out all four of them if you want to listen to any of his stuff. I'm a voice actor for Mark and Willie, so you may find me somewhere along there as well. Then, of course, we are associated with Zero to Hero. The Balkans kind of podcasting comes back every Friday with some banter quips on nostalgic 80s and 90s. We have talks about alien invasions, Power Rangers. We have Gundam, we have anime, we have movies and all things between and few far in every direction. They're great fun and, of course, we wouldn't all be here without them. So big shout out to all everyone that I just mentioned. Go check out our brother channel, Tide Tiger the Lost Stories, where I take a big twist on fan fictions, as more original stories, and everything's in a first person perspective. Of course, like this video, subscribe if you're new, and I shall see you guys really soon. Cosplay Dude 637. Tide Tiger. And the Red Cornish Ranger. The Three Ranger Bros Production.